excited. Hey, yo, welcome back to the Just North Pod. Welcome, pop, welcome, pop. welcome. Bang, 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 bang. It's been real. It's been a minute. It feels it, like a long time. It's been a minute. We had to let B take some time off to celebrate his birthday, you know. You know what I'm saying? Chess oh, no. hair B out in Miami. Chess out and about. You know what I'm saying? El nene in Miami living his best life, you know. What y'all been up to these last couple weeks? How you feeling? How we doing? Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we haven't really caught up in a little bit, but uh, at work, I'm transitioning right now to spring break. We finally got, so I get a week off of work. So that's Ooh. always, that's okay. always a dub. Always a okay. dub when uh, I could get some time off of work without using my own six slash personal days, you know? Uh, and other than that, I've just been getting into baseball mode. Philly starting their season, starting to get into that playoff basketball coming up. That's kind of really been my life, just sport, work, sports, and, you know, a pregnant, a pregnant lady in the house. So a baby. <laughs> a baby. A baby. A baby. A baby. On the way. So, you know, just vibes. Weather is playing around, though. That I will say that. I've been kind of yeah. pissed. It, it's been bricks outside. I would don't appreciate it. It I was wanna... nice for a hot second yesterday. And then today I left in a hoodie and I was like, oh, so it's cold. That's Bet. what I'm saying. I just want the weather to, to choose what it want to be. If I want to, I, I, I forget you live in like this, like weird sphere down there. This weather sphere that <laughs> shit always warm down there. Well, fuck. I mean, go ahead. Do y'all. I hate enough on Florida. So I'm gonna let y'all rock right now. I do enough hating on them. Nah, I wish there was a sound effect for every time I rolled my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what you been up to be? How was Miami? How was Benito? Ah, how was the king? How was how was? How oh was man, yo, I I can't tell you. Like, you know how you feel like you you like sleepwalk through a whole weekend. Like, dog, I was blasted the whole time I was there, except for when I went to go see, <laughs> <laughs> except for when I went to go see uh, Benito. I honestly like I don't know if it's it's recency bias again, but bro, I felt like I was again. watching Mike. I felt like I was watching Mike Jack. Like I was watching Michael Jackson live, bro. Like you, you see the person that. Are like, you sure you watching. weren't blasted? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I was a little. I was a little faded, but nah, it was it was cool. Like you know the the whole concert was was awesome. I I've gotten like a lot of mixed reviews from people. They're like, oh, he can't sing live. Like you know, Benito's like he can. He can. Like he, he can. really. He Even if he couldn't, he was also, but he was also sick. But, he was also sick on tour, apparently, because my friend saw him in Boston and apparently he was talking a lot during that show, talking about some, he was sick and they needed to help him and shit. Yeah, no, he's very like, he's very people friendly in the concert. And like, you know, he'll sit down mid concert and start talking about like life and, and like motivating people and saying like, yo, y'all could get here too. Like, I remember sitting in y'all chairs, looking at my favorite artists and he's like, you guys can get here one day. But damn, so was it, it like was it like a song and then like a speech and then another song or he had like nah. like pockets of that shit? Cause some I, I hate when motherfuckers be talking too much. Like I, I love like I know there's gotta be like a perfect like balance between it. Was he in that like niche spot of like balance? So like I'm light skinned, you know, and I really appreciate like all that happy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so like when when he was singing like all the all the sad songs and like you know his last album he performed it right 
And yeah. so it's really, it's really not like a, like a reggaeton album. Like it's not like a lot of pejeo and stuff like that on it. So when he sang it, like he, he finished up off the last song. Um, I think it was Estrellas. He was singing Estrellas and then he sat down and was just like talking about like life and like, you know, getting through the ups and downs and all emotions. And then he was just like, all right, Miami, good night. And just dipped. And my boy Danny was next to me. He was like, you gotta be fucking playing, that's it. And I'm like, nah, bro, he coming back to perform the other album. I was like, no way he's going to finish off with that. And um, he does like this little like trailer thing for his last album. Like he shows a kid with like the third eye or whatever, like right. the same haircut. Right, and like right. as as soon as the trailer finishes, like he, I, I don't know if he did it in the last concert. It was my first Benito concert, so I don't know. But he gave us these bracelets, right? Oh, yeah, he bracelet, did. He did yeah, it last tour. Yeah. Yeah. So the bracelets light up with any song that he's playing, right? And so the, the trailer, cool. fi- yeah. bro, the trailer finishes, the lights go black. I'm like, I told you he's not fucking done. And my bracelet just started going stupid. He runs back out and starts performing the song that he had with Daddy Yankee on his like last, last album. Oh, bro, shit. I, 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 I swear to God. Listen, I love that he's, man. A, he's a performer, man. Like those, those bracelet sure. Johns, it's not new for his tour. He did it on, on the most recent tour I went on and it was mad cool. Like to see like all the lights in unison, like that's insane. Yeah, it's cool. That's so dope to hear that he's sick as hell live, because I feel like there's always that like, hey, this music's great recorded or when I'm jamming on it on my phone, but then when you come to see it in person, there are some artists that disappoint like a motherfucker, and you'd be like, damn, Mm -hmm. you're really ruining the experience for me. You really ruining it. But shout out to to Benito, you know, living up to kind of like his godlike expectations, you know. I swear, man, I swear. And last thing, last thing I'll say on this, last thing I'll say on this, I'll tell you, it's the best, the best album, the best concert I've ever been to because y'all know how hard I go for J Cole. J Cole. I was about to say more than J Cole. I'm telling you, it was better than J Cole's concert, and I lost my mind at J Cole's concert. That's how good the concert was. So. That's but yeah, it was cool. awesome. And, th- was and for everyone listening, that's the major stamp of approval. Is it better than cold? And we just yeah. got it. And we just got it. Damn. Well, speaking of concerts, I just went to one the other day. I went to see the Strokes at Barclays Center. Nice. Which was, they put on also a very good show. For those of y'all who don't know the Strokes, they, well, I guess for those of y'all who don't know them, but play 2K, they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they on. Good they reference on point. Yeah, they on 2K22, that song, making bad decisions, uh, 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 making, it plays when you're in the park, um, but they sing that, they got a couple of classics, like Someday, Last Night, but they're an alternative band from, from New York, they won their first Grammy on their most recent album last year, um, I think it's the New Abnormal is what it's called, excellent show, I'm not gonna hold you. It was supposed to be on New Year's Eve, which is why me and Brenda got the tickets. And that was going to be our thing. But because uh, of COVID, it got rescheduled to April shit. 6th, which was a fucking Wednesday. Bro, when I tell you, me and Brenda were in there, it was like, they didn't even come on until 10, first of all, which is like disrespectful. It's fucking Wednesday. My man. Like, <laughs> I got to work tomorrow. So we say, in respect, there. respect the work <laughs> hours, my Bro, dude. Brenda and I were struggling so fucking hard to stay up and then I looked at her and I was just like huh 
And she, I was like, you tired? And she was like, yeah, I'm tired. And I was just like, damn, I'm tired too. That's crazy. I was just like, let's just see if they play this song. And if not, then we get the fuck out of here. <laughs> damn, I feel we it. Left, so we left early, but like, that's the thing. I'm not like, I don't feel no type of way about leaving early. Like, I wish I had the energy to stay up for the whole show. But at the same time, I love that Brenda and I were just on the same page. And we were just like, yeah, please, let's let's just go home. I'm so tired. Like, and we maybe, did it. Maybe like 10 years ago, being that like that late on a Wednesday sounds cool. But well, it's like damn, I was like, up earlier than usual that day, too, because I was supposed to have like a two hour meeting starting at eight. And then it ended up being canceled. But I was up anyway. So I just was like, I was taking all types of L's. So I was just like, yo, I'm tired. I, I really got to. I go to bed but other than that I've been you know doing my own thing I spent yesterday building a dresser the box was 131 pounds uh no shout out to FedEx because they didn't follow delivery instructions I live on the fourth floor and they left that shit downstairs so Brenda and I did like five trips each opening the box and taking shit y'all was busky with that shit though y'all done did it the box was so heavy we couldn't take it up in one piece we literally opened the box and took pieces upstairs like in several trips like that shit was fucking heavy that's foul and them narrow ass steps right and and I was gonna hire a task rabbit right I was just gonna I was just gonna take the L a task rabbit you could like hire people to do random shit for you tell me why i was gonna hire somebody and first of all they already expensive but i was like throw my back out or hire somebody to do it so i was gonna hire somebody so i picked somebody we start chatting and he was just like well i won't be able to do it myself and i was like well, why the fuck i'm gonna hire you to do it then the like fuck? why you don't come <laughs> with a friend like i'm paying you like so then i was like brenda we gonna have to open this box and we gonna have to do it and when i tell you it took me several hours to build it for for context it's a six drawer dresser like a double one so that shit oh, was like heavy. a wide one not yeah the, not the tall? no oh, like a Lord. wide one because my tv and playstation gotta go on it and i have to be at a decent height in order to play my playstation i can't have it on a tall on a tall dresser you know what i'm saying but Damn. it's all good i built it i got more storage space and we good we go. but i'm storing shit today i feel like i went to the gym you know what I'm saying? That's a like, lot of that's a lot of fucking work. Not, no shout out. Fuck whoever your delivery company is. Fuck them. Yeah. Can't leave the direct. What's the point of asking or leaving a space for directions if you ain't gonna listen to it? If you play, you're not gonna follow them. I watched you know, Trek 2 while printed. I was building it yesterday, too. So a classic. A classic. Let me tell you, Shrek 2 okay. is not for children, okay? Go it's ahead, go back and watch, go back and watch the Shrek movies as an adult, and I promise you, those movies, they're not for kids. Okay, they're not. I, I those are golden. Honestly, that trilogy is just a very golden trilogy. It's true. That that and if we're talking about what we I just watched real quick, if you air into like really drama filled, spicy reality TV, which is exactly what me and Steph do all the time in terms of watching content, the Ultimatum Show on Netflix might be the single. Wait, I saw a trailer show. for that shit. That What's shit that? is. What's that? It's pretty much like uh, I think it's like six different couples, seven different couples, and one person in the relationship issued an ultimatum of proposing for marriage or they break up. So then they go to this one location, which is in Austin, Texas, and for the first week, they are allowed to date the other people in the relationship. So like they can date someone else. Uh, whether whichever partner it is then 
at the end of that first week, they have to decide which one they want to live for three weeks with together as like a fake marriage for three weeks with a person they pick. And then after that, they do another three weeks with their original couple that they came with, like who they were already with, and then get to decide whether do you take the ultimatum? Are you going to get married? Or did you fall in love or find someone else who was the love of your life? Holy shit. I, there's not even like a, the That's spice. the sloppiest show the thing, I said, if you sign up for some shit like this, you got some real fucked up shit in your relationship if you signed up for this. Damn, and y'all both okay with it. Imagine that. Like, that's a hall pass. That's, a that's hall how pass. folks are treating it. And then the other couple be like, why would you do that? Like, we didn't say, well, why'd you bring me on the show? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the amount of, like, I was getting anxiety watching. I couldn't even put myself in the situation because I'm thinking oh, if I'm here, shit. I'm sitting in pure anxiety, just not even moving. Like, people on those shows are built different. I'm, I'm telling tonight. y'all. Y'all yeah, eat those episodes up. Spice. It'd be know, like I that love... And, and Love is Blind. Love is Blind be gone. Bro. Uh, it's, Bro. Nick, it's, uh, it's in the same like uh, show creator universe. So... Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got Yo, speak, got speaking it. of Spice, speaking of Spice, let's talk about these spicy ass fillies. Warbur uh, with a fucking homer. Uh, his uh, first at bat at Citizens Bank Park. It hey, is. Yo. It is officially fun to be a Phillies fan again. We haven't been to the playoffs in like over 10 years or whatever. Some un, like some unreal number at this point. But we have Castellanos, Harper, Hoskins, our dude Jimmy Siggs. We got some young people coming in like uh, Bryson Stott. We're going to make the playoffs this year. Let's just say I've put a lot of money on us going to the World Series. May that be some bias. But let the record show now. Okay. I done okay. put a lot of money. Already? On, yeah, you damn right already. That's how much belief. He know. He know. Okay. Whether I am, I have a wall of, yeah, I love Philly teams a little too much, but it feels good. And I mean, we have the reigning MVP on our team. I'm the pitching's good. We just needed the right pieces. The ballpark was packed yesterday. I went yesterday. It was sold, it was sold out on, on opening day. It was I've never seen, well, I, I won't lie. I won't say I never seen it, but last year and the year before, before COVID. So like this last year and three years ago or whatever, the stadium would be packed, but you know, it you could still feel it was a little empty yesterday. The lines for food for, were like 45 minutes to an hour to get food. Like it was stacked the fuck up vibes everywhere. You know, of course the wildly drunk folks that just, Hey, you're doing a lot at the ballpark. There's still children here. But we're back. The Phillies are going to make moves, and it just times up perfectly with the Sixers' playoff run. And I mean, yes, Joel yes, Embiid sir. ending the season, yes, and in the season as the leading scorer, I think are the, like the first big man since Shaq. I mean, yeah, and first and only player to have a forty-point game and twenty rebound game. Talk like, about it. What bro, talk about what I'm awesome. so like I really cannot tell you how mind numbing it is to continue to see people on Twitter, like in particular Nuggets fans talking oh about my like, oh yo, my just God. shut the fuck up. It's like the only thing that he's um he's got on Embiid is warp, and that shit don't even matter. 
They it love bringing these dumbass analytics, these most obscure analytics to try to prove that Jokic, and no disrespect to Jokic, dude's a hooper, but he's not, he's not dominating he as not much as Joel has. And they're not going to talk about, they're not like, I don't want to hear about Giannis either. Um, like you, no. you take Joel and beat off the Sixers and they feel that, it. We, we dead. We kind of feel dead. He, he like, sits on the bench. And leads dissipate, like the, literally most valuable player, and, valuable. And Giannis has Chris Middleton who could put up fifty five in a in a heartbeat. He's a hooper, like he has things to rely on. I feel like our team completely shifts without Joel. And when we have Joel, he can take the three. He could lead the transition. He could do his little spin move in the paint, get us a little shot. I mean, he's been unstoppable this year. It'll be a total robbery if he does not win MVP. Yeah, he's he's going to win MVP. And my 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 biggest gripe with people is like anytime I like share a Joel Embiid MVP post or like a, a leading scorer post, they're like, oh, the only reason he's leading scorer is because he's always getting to the free throw line. It's but not even his when he's fault. not though. It's not his fault. Is when people are like fouling him because they can't fucking guard him. Bro, but this narrative is also bullshit, though, because you look at the games where he hasn't gone to the free throw line and he's still the leading fucking scorer. It doesn't matter. And I'm happy you bring that up because I stopped myself the other day from commenting on on one of your Facebook posts because I seen some dickhead on there talking about how he's not the MVP. And I was just like, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to get into it with somebody. I don't know that Brian knows because I'm (laughs) right now. But it made me irrationally angry. I was just like, bro, like literally don't fucking talk. Don't even fucking say Jojo's name. Don't say his name. Don't look at him and just shut the fuck up. I would die for him. I don't understand it because it are free throws not part of the game. They count. Right. What was the point you made, Flacco? You said that's like if they took out the three-point shot from the game, then it's just like, yeah, well, yeah, without the three-point shot. <laughs> like, you could keep moving the, the goalposts this way. Make the, you know, Like, shut up. It's part of the game, and he dominates at that. He's shooting so well from the line. It's a sorry. It's sorry. A sorry he can make his free throws. Oops. Whose fault it's is that? Like, no one. Yeah, they're they mad that he's just scoring. Like, it's like. Yeah, free throws are a point. If he makes it, he actually gets a point. You know? Like, oh shit. <laughs> Who knew? Part of the fucking game. I think that's why they put it in there. Fucking I just odds. I'm excited for this run. Also, at the beginning of the year, I did put money on the Sixers going to the chip. And that's my expectation in this playoff run. I expect us to go to to win the East. Probably take whoever we see in the East seven games, and we're gonna go to the finals. And we're going to win this championship and, you know, see you at the parade. Right now, right now where things stand, the Eagles are the four seed. They're right now tied with the Celtics, who are technically the three seed. If the Grizzlies, who the Celtics play tonight, win, then Philly will be the three seed. And we play Detroit tonight as well. So we need to win and we need the Celtics to lose to Memphis, although Memphis has already secured the second seed. So it will be interesting to see if they play their starters. And who's then who's then our first round? Who's our then we'd go on and play if we are the four, we play Toronto. Not that, scary. That I know. And then except, you know, Thibault being anti vax and shit. The kind of okay. yeah, he won't be able to play. He won't be yeah. able to play up there. 
I think we'll play the Bulls if we end up the three seed. That's fine by me. They were hyped up thought, at the beginning of the season, but they don't scare me now. I thought we were going to play the Cavs if we were the the four seed or the three seed. Oh, were we? No, I think we played. I think we play Chicago. Uh, I was looking at the I was looking at the bracket yesterday, or not the bracket, but the standings with Dad yesterday. No, yeah, because yeah. Chicago's the six right now. If we move to mm. the third to three, then we play Chicago. That doesn't uh, scare me. Nah, yeah. No, we could win in five. I still don't really get. Like I understand how the playoff or the play-in tournament works. I just never remember what seeds are in the play-in. Like nine, ten, I think. So then the Nets, who are the seven seed right now, they already. Yeah, they're, they're in, in the, already. I'm pretty oh, sure. They, no, they haven't clinched. They haven't clinched. Oh shit! Actually, well, you know. Yeah. Well, they're right now neck and neck with with Cleveland. Cleveland is the eight seed and they're 43 and 38. And then the Hawks sitting at nine and the Hornets sitting at 10. They're both 42 and 39. So I think these last couple of games might, might move things around a little bit. That's fair. Completely fair. I don't know. I think we're going to make a run. I think things are going to click as long as we don't let up leads. Like we normally do when it beads out, as long as our bench gets consistent, I think we can make it. I think we can do it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think this is our chance. This is, I think this is like the biggest chance. It'll be our chance if I don't see fucking DeAndre Jordan as a backup. Put in Paul yeah. Reed, please. Just, just, please. just real, put in B-ball Paul, period. B-ball Paul, let him do his thing. I'll take it. Because DeAndre, I mean. Yeah, I mean. That's a whole nother more... issue. Slow, man. <laughs> moving on to some more Philly news. At this point, if you don't know, I don't really know how to tell you how to make changes in your life to accommodate like being in the loop and shit but if you don't know by now (laughs) shit that was the nicest way that was the nicest way to like are you living under a fucking rock that was the nicest way to say i I tried i tried but yeah what a wordsmith you know we'll smack the shit out of chris rock we're not going to debate whether or not he should have done it um because he did it and violence is never the answer Nope. You know, and I doubt, I doubt that that joke was like the thing that like made him that angry. He probably got a lot of shit going on, which, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about, but nonetheless, he did it. And there have been some repercussions so far. Will Smith has resigned from the Academy, which I think means that he can't vote like for any of the movies. He um, can't I be don't nominated, right? I think he can I still be nominated. Yeah, he can still be nominated, but he can't like vote. Um and then just recently, I think maybe a day or two ago, uh, the Academy announced that he is banned from the Oscars, like physically going um, for 10 years. So let's, <laughs> let's take a couple steps back. At this point, everybody knows Jada has alopecia, which is why that was a poor joke. It's not the first time a comedian has made a terrible joke. Should he have gotten slapped? I don't know. Something it's going on there, though. Yeah. Um, a lot of things have been resurfacing over the last couple of weeks around Will and Jada's relationship, <laughs> which is really, really just like invalidating that classic coal line that that <laughs> Will and Jada love. You know, I don't think anybody, that shit, that I don't shit think anybody wants that Will and Jada love anymore. Not at all. It's so tough. Let's, yeah, let's 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 talk about some of this history here so 
at this point, everybody also knows about the entanglement with August Alcina. <laughs> what August I will Alcina. say, <laughs> that, oh man, it's just good. It's just hard to hear, man. It's like these public L after L after L. Yeah, it's like, man. damn, well, for what? Well, like, for what? Just, At what it gets cause? to a certain point where I really can't feel bad for him anymore. Right. right. Like, right. A couple, like a couple years ago, August Alcina was on the red table talking about his drug and sex addiction. He was really good friends with Jaden, apparently. And one thing led to another. And he and Jada had an affair. Uh, after that, Will Smith came to the red table to talk about it. He became a meme, not even overnight, probably Still one. within... A couple Still one minutes. saved in my phone. I have a couple of those saved in my phone when needed. Yeah. So there's that. There's the constant comparison to Tupac, Jada's former lover. And <laughs> that Man. also gave birth to a bunch, a bunch of memes about Jada comparing Will's response to the Oscars to what she would have thought Tupac would have done. May he rest in peace. The internet, the internet is ice. It's cold. undefeated. undefeated. Yo, they're ripping her apart right now. Well, another one, another one too. Like <laughs> Zoe, Zoe Kravitz, Brian's boo. She, uh, <laughs> she threw some X, shade. X, boo. She X, threw X, some shade X. at Will and her little caption from her outfit. First of all, Brian does sent her outfit picks from the from the Oscars to <laughs> I can't remember what he said but like he was just like I love her and I said I don't love those bangs not those bangs <laughs> she got the, those those little tiny little sweet bangs that ain't really bangs it looked like maybe she shaved her head and she grown it back and it's not long enough yet to brush back so she just gotta do with, with it what she can those and bangs uh, in like every every local coffee shop. The haircut you see bangs. way too often. The little Not bangs. The bangs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she threw some shit up on her caption talking about where we apparently smack people, blah, blah, blah. And Black Twitter said, Mm-mm, I know you not talking. And they exposed Frider. her for saying Frider. some real inappropriate shit about Jaden Smith, Will's youngest son. When he um, was a young, when he was like, when he was 14. a young boy, yeah, he was a young boy, and she was in her twenties, and she was like, I gotta remind myself how old, how old you are. <laughs> he just has the swag. So everybody was like, so you just mad that Will ain't let you fuck with his his son when he was a young boy? So she was quickly canceled, and it's interesting the rise and fall of Zoe Kravitz. She really rose with Batman. I mean, she was a little bit more obscure for some folks until she hit the big screen with Rob Pattinson in the new Batman only for her to play herself and come down literally overnight. So RIP. But uh, this Jada stuff just, it, it gets worse and worse, right? Like first, like that shit happens at the, at the Oscars. And then it comes out that she allegedly wishes that Will didn't smack him. And it's just like, well, why can't you shut your mouth? And then you like, hear about how she had concerns about marrying him back in the she day. Like, want to marry. And listen, there ain't nothing wrong because I read too. I read too that she just was someone who didn't believe in marriage, and she felt pressured to marry him because she was pregnant with Jaden. Which, like, okay, 
but like when you add that into the mix of the already existing storyline of her like not loving Will Smith, it's just like it just adds fuel to that narrative of yeah, like, like there's nothing there's wrong nothing with there. me not not believing in marriage and you know that's yeah that's not Harry what she wanted Sarah. to do. But it, it's just it. real yeah. convenient. It's just real convenient that she just says that you know. If you look at the timeline and you just start adding up and inputting certain events when they happen, you're just like. Was this some type of Hollywood marriage? Were y'all doing it for, you know, certain benefits that came with y'all being yeah. together, being married? I mean, look at their careers the last mm-hmm. 20 to 25 years. Mm-hmm. They're, they're household names. A lot, they're icons in their own right, in their own spaces. I'd say probably Will, for my space, Will, Will would be, more than Jada, yeah. uh, I'd be, he's iconic in what he does and the movies he's done and the roles. Yeah, actually. Right what what has she has she been in like anything recently because for me like when i think of jada i don't think of i don't think of just jada i don't think of jada pinkett i think of jada pinkett smith yeah yep. i think, mean i think yep. i got will first i guess in terms of what was yeah. exposed to me so everything with her i always see through the lens of like will which mm-hmm. is why i always just wonder because well they're in their 50s now right both of them yeah what like what's the why is all the messiness coming out like now it's not even just that it's just like if that's the way shit is because like another video surfaced too of like jada on instagram live like would you recommend like our marriage therapist and he was just like i would ask that you not record me without because he said something social media is his bread and butter like don't make yeah yeah he said don't don't use me for social media like i like he's very particular about his social media presence and Mm. I don't know. You think about it and it's just like, for me, like, I don't have a problem with her not being into him. I have a problem, like, with them, like, staying together when it's just, like, not working. I don't even, I wouldn't even say that I have a problem with it, but it's just, like, for me, like, when I found out that she said, oh, I wish he didn't smack him. And who knows if she really said that, but it's also just, like, we talked about it a little bit in our group text, right? Like, I'm gonna defend, I'm gonna defend my boo in public, even if she wrong, unless it's something real crazy. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Where I'm going to have to separate yeah. myself from the situation. But like, right. and by the situation, I mean like from the relationship, from all that shit. But like, generally speaking, like I'm going to protect my boo in public. And when we get home, I'm going to be like, bro, that wasn't right. it. You was wild in there. But I yeah. got you regardless. I got yeah, you regardless. Like that wasn't it. This whole like, that's, and this is what I feel like is fueling the narrative, right? That she don't fuck with him and she don't like him. Like you can't, you literally like he obviously is in a place where he's struggling, and you clearly don't give a fuck. Not that he no. needed to like defend her honor and stuff, but then there's also the conversation of like black women not being protected and then being attacked by a black man. It's just like, bro, like for what? He ain't need to make that joke, but it's like he ain't need to get smacked either. Like comedians make terrible jokes; they're not all gonna be funny. But like, I don't know. I just like that's the thing too at this point i don't feel bad for will because it's no. the type of shit that keep coming out publicly and the first one the entanglement i was just like nah that's fucked she doing him dirty and then like that these was, things just keep foul. happening and i'm just like all right so it's a choice right for you to stay and that's it <laughs> It's it's just all this coming out to the public. I feel like every other week we're getting another detail or another event or another soundbite of just what what feels like Jada just playing the shit out of Will publicly. It's it's just the energy it gives off. Like it's like her, her being, hobby, like, dog. It's like and, her hobby. <laughs> like she Girl. never 
I feel like I've never seen any anything like that showed her <laughs> genuinely apologetic about anything she said or done right. Like she always got stuff. a reason. There's always something. There's that's always a reason, it. something to justify. Oh my god, I forgot. I forgot. Like the like the funniest shit. I mean, it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. At the red table, Will was talking about how the day after her 37th birthday, he hired a team to orchestrate a big bash for her 40th. Right, like hired a whole team. It was going. He was like, it was going to be my thing. Like, I was gonna like do what I could to pull her out of this like midlife crisis shit, like some shit like that. I think and, I seen this, John. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. And then she told him that it was the biggest display of his ego. So I'm looking. Yeah. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to look at it from both perspectives, right? Like, because somebody was just like, "Well, he said, see, like that's his ego. It was gonna be my thing, and it was just like, yeah, it was gonna be his thing, like to show her how much he loved her." Right. Like it wasn't like he was doing it for him. Like he even like he references like the possessive my like his one time because he was trying to, you know, say like this was something that he was going to own and he was going to like pull off this crazy thing for her. Like, I don't know. It's just like, even if that's how you feel, like, why are all these conversations public? That and this is where it's starting to give me the Kardashian vibe yeah. where nothing. Yeah. Remember when we thought we were, they were better than the Kardashians? Oh. Do you remember? <laughs> you remember that shit we thought. But it's given that si- that type of uh, Hollywood family energy where everything hits the tabloids or it's the next yeah. thing on E or TMZ about X, Y, and Z coming out. And it's at almost this like point, they're doing it on purpose. Maybe they get off on that shit. They have to. I wouldn't doubt their numbers and whatever they do haven't gone up. I'm sure they they can charge a little more in like a performance or, a, or an appearance at this point. They're, mm-hmm. they're a hot topic anywhere. I mean, you're guaranteed, I don't know, half a million to a million views on YouTube if you bring them up or you focus a video on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Feeling suspicious. Yeah. But again, I want the best for Willard. He's always going to be my dude. So... That's the thing, man. I bet we're going to get some more info this week that we're going to have to talk Probably. about next week. <laughs> Wouldn't doubt but, it. Wouldn't doubt it. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Breaking news. Per shams. There is optimism Ben Simmons could make his return during the oh, first please. round of the playoffs. Oh, Y'all right. tired all of right. it. I'll right. believe it when Whatever. I see him in a fucking jersey on the court. I don't believe shit I'm seeing out there. I don't believe Yo, I'm it. Feeling uh, real petty. What, what I'm fucking ever, petty. Benjamin? I want to see him fail. I do. I do. That's where I am. I'm not going to lie. I want to see him fail. And I hope he hears this. Yo, me and Brenda were at Barclays the other night going to the strokes. I was like, I swear to God, he'd live in this building. And if I see him on these streets, Brenda was like, I'll hold you. I'll I'll just say, yeah, I I better not. I better not see his 6'10 ass on these streets. You just got to swing at them knees. Real quick. Just a little two-piece on him. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying he's tall. All right, y'all got to, y'all. Hey, we love all heights. I mean, to be honest though, like, I mean, you kind of small, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, see, like, like, see, B's the Simmons? one coming at yeah. you. Yeah, no, 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 small. You, yeah, Ben Simmons nah, small. You. Anyway, nah, you moving on, moving you. on to more fuckery. <laughs> Patrice Colors hit the headlines again this week. Does anybody want to fill us in as to why? 
Are you pointing at B? He's on the bottom from you too. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. I'm I'm right I'm right above y'all on my screen. Sorry, Um, fucked up. Yeah. So who else would I be uh, pointing at though, B? If we're on top of you, Amanda, our res. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm ready. Tell me if, uh, like Res, if you were living under a rock, um, there was a news that surfaced that the Black Lives Matter uh, representatives. They were in recent news because they purchased a million dollar home whilst doing a interview. And during their little interview, I, I don't remember what they were speaking about, but behind, they're like talking about like stuff that they were purchasing or doing stuff for Black Lives Matter and like how hard it is like to, to really put themselves in a the movement and fight for their rights and living in struggles. But then there's like a $6.5 million mansion right behind them. And people are wondering where they got that money from and blah, blah, blah. So it is a uh, really, really weird situation because this is a probably the biggest nonprofit organization in the U.S. right now because of the most recent times, like with George Floyd and whatnot. And people are seeing what's going on. I mean, like Flaco said in our group chat recently, like this is a thing with huge nonprofits. They're, they're not really what, what anybody themes like they, they want to stand for justice and do the right thing but then when shit comes to light you see stuff like this like they're buying million dollar man it's just shady it's just shady it was it was purchased in october 2020 and we are just now finding out about it yeah. april right. 2022 that's damn damn near two years ago yeah six yeah. mil i, I want to say like damn that shit crazy like that's wild but then i think like above all people once you get to a certain position with money it it all comes down to money regardless any i mean we can call out the susan b anthony breast cancer i mean that scam it's been collecting Mm -hmm. millions upon millions of dollars partnerships and we really haven't gotten any movement toward anything in the last what 10 to 15 years in terms of breast cancer um and especially that now in our like social climate uh social activism is what's it's what's cool it's trendy mm-hmm. um and these profits come up and i've always said and especially when people were donating i'm like donate local donate to organizations around you where you see where the money's going right if you're donating to like a multi-million dollar nonprofit that has like national reach what is your 200 to 300? Do you know exactly where that's going to go? Probably not. You'll never see it again. Once you send that Venmo, that PayPal, you're never going to know because it's such a big organization when it's local, yeah. when it's small, when it's grassroots, it's very evident. It's very easy to see. And it's just disappointing when you have a movement uh, like BL- BLM, that's going to get attacked by conservatives and conservative media and going to give people a reason to potentially think one way or another or think that they're the face of everything that they stand for that's where i was getting upset because i know how this is going to look i know how this is going to be ran with in the in the news and the social media i've already seen bits of it but it, it can get dark i just wish that they were more transparent with the money if you're like just be honest on where your yeah. funds are there ain't going. nothing wrong with buying with buying property for the organization to operate out of but the they need the space thing too is, is it's shady 
it's yeah. shady. They, they, we weren't told shady. about it, one. And then, like, apparently there were, like, some messages shared asking if they could kill the story or, like, them, like, trying yeah. to prep and figure out, like, okay, like, how do we address this? And another thing is, is they have been granted, um, like, they don't have to pay taxes because they're a nonprofit. And, and that's that a whole nother... Yeah, that requires them to fill out a 990 form um, when they do their taxes. And we have yet to see one from, I believe, 2020 and 2021 or no, not 2021, uh, 2019 and 2020 when the house was actually purchased. So it will be interesting to see. Patrice Colors also responded with a very long like message on Instagram, essentially saying that she did not misappropriate the funds. She actually resigned. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Patrice Colors is one of the original co-founders of the Black Lives Matter organization, um, along with Alicia Garza. Uh, but I don't know. It just, uh, it's interesting too, because the property, which is referred to internally as campus, also has hired uh, Patrice Culler's mother as like the head of cleaning, uh, her brother as the head of security. There are just all of these like weird things going on where first they say the property was supposed to be used for X, but it's actually also used for Y, but then X and Y contradict themselves in reason. It's just like, there's no straight story right now. And Patrice, Patrice says that it's not as nefarious as the original New York Magazine coverage, coverage infers and that the 990 forms that I mentioned are going to like clear all of that up, but we'll see because we have yet to see them. I think that's yeah. one of the biggest things. Once once one of these stories come out, then you start thinking, well, what else are you hiding? This can't be the only thing you've been hiding. And again, if you're going to take donations, you're going to be a nonprofit. You have to be transparent with everything you do. People want to know where their money is going to. You don't want to burn those bridges with people who are donators. And especially for something that is so representative of a of a social change and things that um, we want others to care about just such a bad look to be shady. Yep. It, it, it's a lot of shady parts moving too. I mean, like the fact that they, you know, when the story came up, like Red said, they're trying to find excuses to kill the story. Like, oh, maybe tell the news outlets that it's a campus or tell them that it's a center for, for, you know, young black influencers. So they can yep. start building up their pages or like, and, and it's just, it's so shady. It's the fact that they purchased the home under the name of BLM and the LLC. Like, so that one, they don't have to pay taxes for the home because it's paid off of a nonprofit. And it's also like, if they were to get sued, it would be suing the LLC and not the actual owner, which is Patrice Colors. So it's just a lot of things that they're doing to kind of like dodge the government and to to make more money and, and stuff like that it's just it's real sketch man and i don't i don't see a way for them to explain their way out of this or even find like a a, a good a good enough excuse that'll satisfy a lot of people and like flaco said man like if you guys are going to donate to a nonprofit, do it locally you'll see where that money's going you'll you'll see where it's being used mm -hmm. and honestly in a lot of nonprofits, you can serve there yourself like we we have local nonprofits here in Jacksonville, in the Jacksonville, Florida area. They're suited for success where they help felons, you know, get get suited up as soon as they get out of prison and find a job. So they're not immediately homeless. You can donate and then even donate your suits or even go and, and help tailor these suits for these guys. 
And it's just local stuff that you can do that you can actually see the change. People just donate to these giant nonprofits so they can feel better. So they can just say, oh, I fucking did something by donating $5 on Facebook. Like, shit don't do nothing. And, and, and almost an, an additional layer to it is, and it's a reality, that a nonprofit that is run by minorities are going to be scrutinized and looked into more than white-run nonprofits because it'd be naive for anyone to say that there aren't multiple, if not thousands and thousands of nonprofits who misuse their funds or put them to things that they're not intended to. Unfortunately, this one will probably get exposed quicker before another one just based on that alone. There's more people that want it to fail for you know, one reason or another. They want this huge organization that played a huge role during this very political time, we want to see it fail. So let's pay extra attention and make, and, you know, blow it out versus another white owned or another nonprofit that has a white CEO type vibe. It's just an, uh, it's a realistic thing that one is going to get judged and expo- and quicker to expose in the public than the other. So that's why it's almost even more like, come on now, yo, like just, you could have told us straight up. We would have had your back X, Y, and Z. We understand the vision. But now that you already lied about one thing, what else comes up? And, you know, people are going to be less likely to view it as, you know, okay. And it'll be way more damning, not only on the organization, but people tied to the organization. And no one wants that. We're now like the rep is fucked up. But again, like you were saying, just don't, don't, $5 is a huge nonprofit that you won't see anything come out of. Think about it. Donate to the local, you know, boys and girls clubs of your city. Like they're always need money or funding, things like that. Just be smart, you know. Just right. be smart with your money. Yeah, yep. and like the like the will and data situation. I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna hear a lot more about this in the coming weeks, especially as we patiently await those yeah. 990 forms. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out, real quick, to just like people who are willing to help other people it's not even crazy but like something that I like I kind of discovered like earlier this week we talk about it all the time on the pod like never be afraid to ask for help even if it's like the littlest things and like for context like I'm thinking of the world of like sneakers and video games and shit like that and like there could be really toxic people in the sneakerhead yeah. world and uh-huh. like in the video game world, particularly 2K. Uh, I've, you know, I've met many, many a toxic 2K players, but I actually met somebody really nice this week who I just kept watching him do this nasty step back in the park. And I asked him how to do it. And he was real nice about it. Told me exactly what I needed to do, exactly what I needed to equip one. And then two, shout out to, my friend Kayla's husband, Alex, because I've really been wanting this pair of dunks for over like six months. I like, I forget about them. I stop thinking about them and then they come up again. I'm like, fuck, I really want them. These are the most expensive pair of shoes. I think like that are out there right now. They're just so valued. And I was just talking to him about it. Cause he works for Converse. And I was like, do you know, like of like a reputable, like safe place that like I could get them that like, it's not gonna cost me an arm and a leg. And he was like, you know what? That's going to be really tough, but here's how I justify purchasing expensive shoes. And he taught me all about the sneaker flip game. And I'm out here joining the sneakers draws, like with the sneakers. There we ad, go. And like flipping them, John. 
and I'm just like, bro, like it, it could be a solid source of income, like just buying sneakers, like for regular price and flipping them on like goat or stock X or grill. Mm-hmm. Like that shit is mad easy. And the thing is, and if, if the shoe you bought that you don't like for yourself, don't sell, you just return it. Oh, and shit. that's it. You get your money back. Damn. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Side note, side note. And for you fucking losers listening and that's buying Xboxes and PlayStation 5, this doesn't yeah. justify it. You no, fucking bums. You no, fucking different. bums. Don't buy fucking PlayStation 5s and sell them for that's $900. You pieces of shit. Yeah. All right, sorry. That's, no, that's <laughs> different. That's different because like in a sneakers app, like you can't buy up a bunch of shoes. Like you literally join the draw, like a raffle. And if they right. pick you, you get to buy the shoe. It's not like going to walmart.com or target.com and buying up like seven consoles just to resell. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also those are in super short supply. So that's fucked right. up. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and you're taking them from people that actually like, you know, they, they want to get a new video game and like start playing on like a new gen console. It's probably a gift for like an eight-year-old kid. Rather yeah, than shoes are shoes. You know what I mean? Like shoes are shoes. Like, yeah, like and like, shoes. there are so many different kinds of shoes. Like, that's my whole point. Like, you know what I mean? Right. There's only There's one like PlayStation two consoles, Five, right? Like, right. One PlayStation one Five Xbox and one and Xbox One. one. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think I think it's an important lesson not to gatekeep. Hey, if, if put people on, give other people yeah. some good looks. Don't gatekeep. There's no point. We're all trying to have fun in this life. We all trying to eat. Right. Right. But Sorry, don't gatekeep. I mean to us. Yeah. No, but you bring up a great us. point. You bring up a great point because you you got into two kind of dubs. In two different communities that typically aren't known for giving information or helping others out. And today we learned, hey, you don't need to gatekeep. Just be a good person. Like Michael Jordan said in the meme, stop it. Get some help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been a, a good welcome back episode. Really? You already know. Yeah. <laughs>